The Hat Trick V with DK Lady Chabalala and Susan Mabena and Ricardo Genesis. DK, as promised, uh, a big announcement is about to happen. Yeah, big announcement. I mean, this is called the Hat Trick View, breaking stories every single time. So, super excited because we've got uh, two esteemed guests in studio. That's uh, Norman Mpage, who's the president of Foot Golf SA, as well as Lebo Mutueli, who's an award winning radio and sports broadcaster with 20 years in the industry. So, we're under pressure right now, right? <laughs> My age. <laughs> so, uh, just to give you insight uh, for those who are not in the know, so on the 19th of November, which is last Saturday, Foot Golf South Africa hosted its final Foot Golf World Cup qualifier tournament at the Serengeti Golf Estate in Kempton Park. So, basically, these qualifiers after months of the round of 16 league games since tee off in April, over 30 players participated in the tournament where players were contesting to be part of Team South Africa for the 2023 Federation for International Foot Golf World Cup. So this is literally the first time that Foot Golf South Africa will be taking a team to the World Cup that is set to take place next year between May as well as June. So this is huge. And they are here to announce the squad. There's going to be the first <gasps> squad to represent South Africa at a Foot Golf World Cup. Sure. No pressure. No Super pressure. excited, but also <laughs> nervous and anxious on behalf of those who are actually listening and crossing their fingers to yeah. be part of the squad. But uh, I think let's bring in the important guests. Uh, Norman, I'll start with you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming in studio. Um, just take us through how the qualifiers actually went, just that whole process. It's been a very, very long process. Thank you and good morning to everybody. Um, I think to oversimplify it is to say the qualifiers of the, 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 the games that they played on the 19th was more to consolidate and have a clear idea of the nature, the character, the skill set that was existing. We chose a very complex golf course to play this qualifier on because it was also to prepare them psychologically when we play international uh, tournaments mm. that they need to understand the magnitude mm. of, of this um, instead of just playing on a, a mashy course. So it was important for us, for, for those athletes to come contest, but it was more about us making a final decision mm. about the players that we've been seeing over the year mm. and some of them have been playing for many years with us to determine if what we had made a decision about was, was clear and right. And, and we're not disappointed in the final decision we've made because it has been an intentional journey to try and choose the best that we can take to the World Cup. Talk about choosing the best. What was the criteria? So the criteria was was obviously performance over the past couple of months, um, the scores that they've been collecting and accumulating, mm -hmm. um, their conduct and character, because we want to take a team. We don't want to take individuals. Mm. Um, it's important that we have ambassadors for the country and for the sport. We're the only and first African country that's going to be in the World Cup for football. So South Africa is the only country that's a member of the International Federation for mm. football. And so the onus is on us to make sure that when we go represent South Africa and Africa, we, we, we have people who understand the mandate that we have people and athletes who understand it's not really a, a trip to Disney World. Mm. It's really about 
taking responsibility for all the 19 athletes, mm. including themselves, and making sure that they represent us in a way that we can be able to be proud of. Mm. Um, and, and there's a lot of investment into this whole process. So it's besides the performance, there were certain things that we were looking at to determine when faced with some, some, so many obstacles and challenges, mm. how would they carry themselves? Would they respect the rules? Would they respect their, mm. their, their counterparts? Would they work as, as, as a uniform team? I mean, um, the eyes will be on us. Mm. And, and we, ne we need to prove ourselves and, and not look gimmicky in, in such a platform because also coming back, it's about how then we take football to the next level mm. because then people would have seen we're serious contenders because um, we're really going there for podium positions. We're not going there for just participation. Mm. And I think it's also important to set the foundation, you yeah. know, especially mm. right in the beginning. But uh, Lebo, would you just give us some insight of what attracted you to foot golf and what role do you play? Sure, I think uh, uh, at the moment uh, I've always been passionate about sport regardless of the sporting code and this is the first sporting code in fact I had never covered mm -hmm. on a television or radio it's always been everything else mm -hmm. uh, Olympic sports, um, Commonwealth sporting codes so I think just the, the passion and the love that I have for sport has um, driven me towards uh, me being part of uh, I, I don't know, I think adding colour to, to, to football <laughs> golf as, as it is but also just uh, seeing the previously known players from the different sporting codes like you've got a former um, national player that's now in the foot golf world cup squad mm -hmm. someone that's been there done that in terms of wearing the green and gold is now going to be representing south africa mm -hmm. on a different uh, sporting code still wearing the green and gold so for me that's that's that speaks volume in terms of once your journey has ended playing a particular sport it doesn't necessarily mean it's over especially mm -hmm. if you're passionate and you love sport so i think that's what attracted me to to being involved with uh, football and just making sure that we spread the message across the different platforms and encourage people to also join in because it is a fun sport. I have not played yet. I was yes, there. I love that. I love <laughs> I'm that. not sure if I can kick a ball, <laughs> but you know, I'm the biggest cheerleader. <laughs> we'll start somewhere. We'll start somewhere. But uh, what have you made of the talent that you've witnessed so far? Sure. It is really, really amazing to see someone that says, I've never played foot golf, although they have experience in a different sporting code. For example, a, a football player will say, I don't understand golf. I've never played. But mm -hmm. you know the skill set of being a, a footballer. Mm -hmm. Ken is used on the, on the, on the, on the, on the foot golf um, course. Mm -hmm. Although you don't necessarily have to have been a footballer. You could have been a netballer. Uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. An athlete is an athlete at heart. So um, it's interesting to see someone that says, I don't understand golf. And then they go on to win a tournament. Yeah. Or they go on to really come second or third simply because they passionate and they know what the end goal should be and they're disciplined as as a South African player because that's how you should carry yourself regardless of whether you understand the sport or not. Yeah, and I want to bring Norman uh, back into the conversation. I understand that the Federation of Four International Foot Golf granted South Africa 19 sports. Please uh, just uh, break it down for us why our country uh, received 19 sports and uh, how does it generally go for other countries? Okay, so there are two reasons. We're a new country being inducted into the International Federation, so it was to also relieve us of the pressure of having to try and find too many players when they know we're developing the sport. Secondly, it's because they need us to make sure that we bring quality players. We don't just bring a, a busload of people who are just going to just contest. So our allocation was four females, four seniors, and the seniors is anybody over the age of 46. 
and then the 11 are men. And that's the categorization that we were given, the, and that's the full load. Other countries have got a lot more, um, but it's because they've been playing foot golf for a long time. So remember, foot golf uh, was initiated in 2009 in the Netherlands. Yeah. And we only jumped onto the ship in 2014. And then we've been trying to grow the sport, and then we had a two-year break like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And it's after that break that we decided, let's take it to the next level. So we've got 19 allocations, and it's about making sure that we take the best of the 19 that we can find. 19 mm. names, DK. Mm. 19 and, players. And I, I'm sure they're all sitting in anxious, <laughs> uh, waiting to hear uh, those names. Uh, should we get into it? I think let's get into it. Lebo? <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm the bearer of good news. The Foot Golf <laughs> Team South Africa announcement. And these are the 19 names. Let's start with the male category. Kifa Easterhazen. I'm sure he's listening and quite I'm excited. Sure. <laughs> Kelvin Ferreira. Mm. Adam Leontinus. Vincent yes. Mabusela. Letladi Madubanya. Ntanta Makamu Mpombele. Keleto Mwalosi. Piti Mulebati. Bongile Ndlakuza Ndumiso Nguana. Congratulations. That's the team male category. Mm. Congratulations. All right. And now, team female category. We've got four female South African athletes that will be representing South Africa. Chwene Matimani, Sisebo Mukhopa, Kifilwe Mpake, Vuyiswa Ndombela. Congratulations, ladies, mm. representing team South Africa next year. And team senior category, Scott Kivi, Thomas Sammons, Steve Segano, and last... Clinton White. Mm. <laughs> These aren't just any names. Mm. These are the, the group of uh, people who are going to be the first team mm. to yeah. represent South Africa at the Federation for International Foot Golf World Cup ever. Africa. 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 Not even South Africa. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Africa. Yeah. Mm. All the way to the USA. That's next year. So does that mean that the hard work actually starts now? Yes, mm. yes. So technically what we have to do is condition them, prepare them psychologically, mm. uh, make sure that all the logistics around visas, uh, plane tickets, accommodation, registration, everything of that sort needs to be starting now as we leave here. Um, because we have to load the players obviously on the International Federation's uh, site so that they know that these are official people coming through. But we have to prepare the athletes. And, and of course, we're also going to communicate with some more athletes uh, to be on reserve in case uh, anything oh, yes, needs to happen. So we can't, we can't just live with the 19 that we have and not engage others. So we have to prepare those as well. But they'll be continually be training with us. We're going to have multiple tournaments at different venues so that the athletes can experience and build the team that we need. Because for us, it's important that... I, I've been saying, when the 19 are there and one is, is playing, mm. they need to know that there's 18 other people mm. who are carrying them as they contest. Um, and so we're going to build that team. I think we're going in March, we're going to be having a camp just for them to sit with each other, to spend a couple of days together, mm. but play foot golf and fine tune some of the, 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 the beautiful things. Obviously, it's also work around trying to create the kind of sponsorships that we need to build to help us make this journey a simple one. I don't want the athletes to be worried about anything. All they have to do yeah. is perform. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to be thinking about 
uh, what am I going to eat or what, mm, yeah. how am I going to dress. They need to just get there, perform. And I want podium finishes. I, I think it's yes, a simple, simple instruction. <laughs> Setting the bar. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this thing of where we are first time there, therefore we want to experience. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You can experience things on TV. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Not when we've spent so much money and time and effort mm. and other people would have loved to be in that position. Yeah. People need to understand the magnitude and the importance of being a national athlete. It's, it's not it's not something you just do willy-nilly. Um, they, they need to understand the, the, the importance of what it does for the federation in the country, what it does for the federation in the continent, and what it does for us internationally as well. Hey, what no many things getting to me. I feel like I'm a football player. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Now, just of interest, um, some of the names that we read out here, the likes of Sasebo. She's a former Banyana Banyana player. Wow. Um, yeah, so she's a former Banyana player, played uh, way back in the days with the likes of Veronica. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so, how, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she's really incredible. She, she, the fact that she's able to adjust mm. mentally and physically from one sporting court to another. Uh, this is a former national player, the likes of Vincent. Mm. Um, Vincent is a former PSL player, wow. uh, playing for Black Leopards, and, and Litladima Dubanya is also a former... He won the, the PSL title with the likes of Supersport under Gavin Hunt three times. So these are esteemed players that are representing South Africa that have been um, really at it, making sure that they, they practice, they train, and they stay disciplined in order for them to, to get onto this list. That's massive. Yeah. Yo, and I, I, um, it, let me bring in Norman about this because he, you're hearing stories of former professional players who are now venturing into this new sport. Mm -hmm. And as an organization, are you guys uh, physically there, you know, like putting word out, look, once you retire, there's something like this. It doesn't have to stop here. Or do they actively just go to you guys and just reach out? The beauty mm. is that we never say about retirement. It's not really mm. a retirement Ooh. sport. Oh, that's mm. beautiful. That's not the thing. Bad. It's not a retirement no. sport. Mm. And, and we're actually trying to develop athletes from a young age mm. onwards. Um, the, the conversation about retirement is that people assume that it because it looks easy. Yeah. If you play foot golf, I mean, 18 rounds, 18 holes is not a simple thing. And we're going to play for, for two weeks. So they're not playing one day and then chilling. <laughs> yeah, no. they, they know how it feels. It's really quite an intense sport. Um, wow. and, and so it's really, it, we, we try not to even make it a football conversation either. Mm. You know, one of the things we always tell people is that footballers play on a plain field. Mm -hmm. A soccer field that's simple and straight. On a golf course, there's mm -hmm. undulations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to read that, mm -hmm. you'll be kicking the ball forever. <laughs> so it's that kind of... The golfers mm -hmm. also adjust so quickly to foot golf because they understand how to read her mm -hmm. norm. And I can see her, if I kick it that way, it might drop mm -hmm. in. And so that kind of intelligence, you have to start developing, wow. whether you're a golfer, yeah. footballer, or anybody gets onto the course. And we've got players who never played sports yeah. professionally before, and they came onto the thing, they kept on training, practicing, and they discovered that, wait, huh. if I do things the way I need to do them, then you start excelling. So there's a, there's, that's why the conversation is about consistency as well. Mm -hmm. Some players have been watching them and saying, if you can just increase, improve by two points and, and be under par on this one, on the simple ones, then we're starting understanding that they understand the rules. Yeah. So etiquette is also a central part of this conversation, wow. is that when we go into golf courses, we need golfers to feel comfortable that we're not invading the space. Mm. There's no vuvuzela, there's no dribbling, there's no <laughs> running around. It's golf etiquette. So they need to learn that themselves, that the way they carry themselves around golf courses allows us to grow the sport. So wow. it's been a journey about 
experiencing things for the first time. I mean, some of them, I know players and uh, people who've never been on a golf cart. When you have tournaments where there's golf carts, you can see the smile on somebody's face. Get in and give one of that thing. And now all of a sudden, I'm riding a we golf cart. In. Yeah, we're with <laughs> the new members. And so that's the conversation wow. that we're having. It's, it's not... The, the don't we, we, we're trying to say there's no blueprint for what a foot golfer is in South Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we always say, and I'm glad I, you asked it because it reminds me of what I, the message I always try to tell people. We say foot golf is the first democratic sport in South Africa mm. because it brings the world of golf, which you know is known as elitist mm-hmm. and whatnot, oh. and the world of football, yeah. which is mass-based. We've been trying to do that since 1994. Mm. So this is the first sporting code where you're bringing the two worlds together. And that's what we want people to understand. Sure. Mm. Wow. What I've really picked up is that you guys are so welcoming. I mean, I'm reading an article here, and for the likes of the Angolian guest player, Carlos, mm. to mm. having to come here because um, foot golf is, well, it's not been established yet in their country. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the likes of Norman have actually welcomed Carlos into our home mm. to give her the opportunity. Is it a her? It's a him. Yeah. It's a him. It's yeah. A, yeah, a male. To give him the opportunity to actually play. So I guess, I, I think for me, that's just phenomenal. It's intentional. Remember, we have to start regional tours. So when we come back from the World Cup, we would have to establish foot golf in Angola, mm-hmm. Botswana, Zambia, Lesotho, Mozambique, so that we have wow. regional tours. Yeah. Because other countries, I mean, we're playing against 40 other countries. Um, and, and, and so, for example, Portugal and Spain have a tour between the two countries. And mm-hmm. they keep playing with each other. They know each other so well that they contest. We need to create that vibe around here to make sure that in order for our athletes to get maximum exposure, more legs... And remember, once you're a member of Foot Golf South Africa, we load you onto International Federation, so you get world rankings. Mm. So the more you win, you start getting onto the world ranking. Mm. So that's why we need to have more tournaments. It's difficult for us to be having people to always travel to Europe to play so they can accumulate points. Mm. So we need to actually establish. So Carlos was here because he has always had to go to Portugal and Spain to play. Now he's saying, come across. And he played. No, he showed them flames because... He was so excited and he's actually trying to find a way that we can help develop foot golf in Angola. But if he can accompany us, because he, he's been playing foot golf for so long, mm. he'd like to come to the World Cup if he's our guest player. Because we want to build that relationship. He's actually coming back next year to keep playing with our players so that he can start making sure that the message goes out there. So it is intentional. We, we expect to build more countries in South Africa, but it also helps us as Foot Golf International. We've applied to the Olympic Committee yeah. to be an Olympic sport, Ooh. but we need more countries. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. part of our strategy is that we will build more countries for Foot Golf International so that Region 5, which is Africa, can have an opportunity to go forward. Mm. And, Lewu, I mean, you are you in the media, mm-hmm. right? So how are you using the resources at your dis- disposal, yeah. rather, yeah. to also make sure that you get the word out there? You know what? I'm trying to get... Uh, not trying, actually. It is what I'm doing. So you speak to your colleagues, your producers, your directors to say... Um, it's not a new sport per se, but it's a new sport in hearing to South Africans, mm. whether uh, visually or, or on the hear it on radio or streaming it. So... And it's always exciting when you say foot golf. It's like, wait, what? Mm. Are you sure you wrote foot golf? And you're like, yes, I wrote foot golf. Mm. It, it, it is what it is. It's a sporting code. But they have been quite receptive. Yes. And um, slowly but surely we'll get there. Yeah. If we struggle so much with the mainstream sporting codes, um, so far 
we're not doing bad, I think, not as food all. golf. Mm-hmm. We're having the opportunities. Uh, yourselves, you know, have given mm-hmm. us the opportunities, the platform to educate and invite more uh, foot golfers mm-hmm. to join us. Please, also, you guys must come join us one um, definitely. Oh, we have to. We, we have to do it. <laughs> we all need to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, they, can, I'm, they can also start on our social media platforms. Please remind them. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. Please yeah. give us actually those social yeah. media platforms for those who actually just want to follow the great work that you guys are doing. write them down uh, there. It's yeah. a foot golf uh, essay on yeah. both uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. Instagram and um, Facebook. And Facebook. And so it's a quite YouTube so, channel. Yeah, and there's a YouTube channel as well. Oh, so nice. It's foot golf uh, South Africa, foot golf SA. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, simple. if people want to communicate with us, go on our website. There's a WhatsApp link yeah. oh. so you can start writing to us and communicating so if you go on uh, foodgolfsa.co.za just click on the website and ask us questions and we we can expand mm. and go further. so you guys are also engaging i i, I love this yeah. <laughs> i'm sold <laughs> so yeah it's food golf essay across all social media platforms their website is www.foodgolfsa.co.za this has been a, a super informative and educational interview for myself just uh demystifying so many misconceptions I had mm-hmm. around the sports. You know, it's not a retirement sport, guys. Mm-hmm. These people are studying from ground level mm-hmm. and they're working towards a goal of making this an Olympic mm-hmm. sport. And now we have a team of, of South Africa that's going to represent us and Africa as well yeah. on, the 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 inter- on the world stage. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for pulling through, yeah? No, thank you for the thank opportunity. You. Yeah, and congratulations to everyone who made it to the team. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing what they have in store for us and certainly confident that they will fly the SA and African. Absolutely. <laughs> no, when we come back, there'll be a lot of po 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 DK, Siswe, and Ricardo, The Hat Trick View.